We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about Andrew Peake's new contract. We are going to talk about how the Blue Jackets are down to 37 players on their training camp roster. And we are going to look ahead to tonight's game against the Carolina Hurricanes and uh, what it means, if there's anything to take away from this game or not. Uh, that's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, uh, sitting in a very dark room uh, because it's 9.30 at night, uh, talking about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. I've got news, I've got stories, I've got recaps, reviews, previews, joys, agonies, ranting, probably, and more. Hopefully. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day, even though, like I said, I'm, well, I'm recording at 9.30 my time, which is like 4.30 Eastern, so uh, maybe it is still your first listen of the day. If so, I appreciate you. If it's not your first listen of the day, I appreciate you anyway. Locked on Blue Jacket is free and available on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, technical issues prevented me from recording much at all last week, so uh, there's a lot of news to catch up on. And I thought we would start with the uh, Andrew Peake contract. Uh, he signed a contract extension last week. Uh, it is a three-year contract extension. Uh and it is a $2.785 million cap hit, which seems like just a tad too much money for Andrew Peake, if you ask me. Um, I'm higher on Andrew Peake than a lot of uh, stats guys and probably some media. Uh, I know there are some very loyal listeners to the show who really love Andrew Peake. Um, and like I said, I'm, I am probably higher on peak than most but also not quite as high on peak as some of you guys which is fine you know uh, there are different defenseman strokes for different defenseman loving folks i guess is the 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 end to that weird rhyme that i lost control of also almost immediately i don't hate this extension in a vacuum um paying almost seven million dollars for both Andrew Peak and Eric Branson, who arguably do basically the same job, is a lot of money, especially when you don't have a lot of money to spare. Um, I think that the the Blue Jackets are really banking on that cap going up in the next couple of years. Um, maybe not as much as some teams, for example, Florida, who are paying like thirteen million dollars or 14 million dollars for their goaltending tandem for the next four years or whatever it is so you know it, it's not quite as desperate as that but i think the blue jackets with this contract are kind of banking on hey we're going to have a lot more money to play with in the next couple of years because otherwise it's going to get um it's going to get interesting i think um like i said i don't i don't hate this in a vacuum um i think it's, it's a perfectly fine contract for Andrew Peake as it is. Uh, looking at the team's cap situation as a whole, I do wonder if that was money that could have been spent elsewhere, potentially. I know $2.7 million doesn't seem like a lot, but we'll, uh, we'll see. 
like I said, in a vacuum, it's fine. Looking at this team, it's maybe not fine. Um, Andrew Peake had 15 points last season, which I believe was a career high for him, which is extremely funny. But uh, he's a more defensive defenseman. Um, he's possibly the only true uh, defensive defenseman. Like, arguably, Gavrikov is is that same guy, but I think he's... <laughs> Gavrikov uh, manages to play a better defensive game and also put up more points. Um, so if the choice is, you know, signing Peak to this extension now and letting Gavrikov walk at the next offseason, uh, then I don't know how I feel about this contract because I would personally rather have Gavrikov. Uh, I think the Blue Jackets need the help more on the left side, uh, which um, when we talk about the game in a minute, we're going to talk about uh, Nick Blankenberg playing on his offside tonight. And if he can successfully switch to the left, then maybe there's a spot for him in the lineup that, wouldn't have been there had he been on the right side but that's uh we'll talk about that in uh in a minute i don't hate this contract i feel like i've just spent a lot of time talking about how it's a bad contract i don't i don't hate it i don't um it's it's fine it is a perfectly cromulent contract for a perfectly cromulent defenseman um it's it is what it is i just like i said i don't hate it i wish they hadn't signed it Though, um, I think the Blue Jackets are putting a lot of eggs in the salary cap improvement basket. I think it's going up by 1 million next year. Then I think it, they said it's going to be 88 million in the next, by the end of 2025 or 2026, I think. Which, if so, fine. Give Andrew Peak as much money as you want. But if those projections fall through, like, it could get, it could get interesting. There are some, uh. There are some contracts coming up that could get, like I said, could get a little dicey. Uh, Cole Sillinger's up in two years. Ken Johnson's up in two years. Like, if they keep progressing the way that they are, like, those could be some hefty, hefty contracts. Um, and a Boquist is up in two years, I believe. You know, again, if he continues progressing the way that the Blue Jackets think he will, that's another hefty pay rise. So, it it feels... This is such a Blue Jackets move of paying too much money for depth players. Um, but hey, you go, Andrew Peak, go get that money. And this is the thing I always, I like, I always advocate for players getting as much as they could physically get out of these, out of the, the grubby hands of the billionaire owners. Um, but as someone who covers this team, and you know, it's it's my job to be objective about all of this. I don't love this move frankly um but he's here maybe he will surprise us maybe erica branson will surprise us i still don't think he will but uh this this is not a, a everyone hates eric branson episode still i i keep saying that i'm gonna do one of those and i'm not like it's it's i don't hate him but it is what it is and i have to be happy that he's on my team to cover him so uh that's kind of that's kind of the 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 andrew peak contract uh, in a minute we're going to talk about the training camp cuts uh the blue jackets cut 20 players uh, earlier today uh, some of them have been sent down to um some of them have been sent down to the ahl some of them have been put on waivers some of them have been released from their ptos so that's all coming up in just a minute but first i've got to tell you about simply safe uh, which is a brand new partner that we have and simply safe uh is a home security 
network and the numbers just don't lie. Uh, in the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home because you don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Uh, they have got crystal clear HD live streams of all security cameras you can watch from your phone. They've got an app. They've got a bunch of high-tech sensors. So if someone breaks in, you get alerted. The police get alerted. First responders. Uh, it's it's super, super cool. And if, if, if you're not home, then it doesn't matter. The Simply Safe technology can alert whoever needs to know. Uh, they blanket your home in protection. They've got advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. They've got smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you where a threat is real, and even hazard sensors, uh, hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. You can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan, and you can get your first month free just visit simplysafe.com slash locked on nhl to learn more that is simplysafe.com slash locked on nhl there is no safe like simply safe so let's talk training camp cuts because i think this is we're kind of reaching the end of the players that are expected to be cut um, so last week they sent a bunch of guys back to juniors, uh, Denton Matejchuk went back to juniors, uh, Spozor went back to juniors. Uh, those are really the two major guys that didn't surprise me necessarily, but I, they, they got cut earlier than I thought. Uh, I think that the team was like, well, they're not going to make it. So might as well send them back. They can start their juniors, uh, seasons off right and uh, i mean denton matejo got stuck right in mvp he had like four points in in his first game back got named the captain of the moose jaw warriors so you know it, it clearly it, it makes sense i think matejo's gonna have a real monster year for the warriors right by the way i think that's gonna be a real fun season to watch um but in terms of the most recent uh cuts they've cut 20 players uh so leaving 37 players in camp 22 forwards, 11 defensemen, four goaltenders. Um, I assume the goal... I mean, the goaltending is pretty much sorted out. Uh, the goaltenders that are still there are Kopsalo, Mosleykins, there's your NHL tandem, and then Tarasov Greaves, that's your AHL tandem. I assume that they will get sent down basically as soon as preseason is over, or maybe even just before that, in order to start uh, Monsters training camp. Uh, so, you know, 22 forwards, there's maybe one or two cuts there, potentially. Uh, and then 11 defensemen, there's some cuts coming there. Uh, but two players on waivers, Gavin Bayreuth and Trey Fix-Wolanski. That last one stresses me out a little bit. I don't think anyone will claim Fix-Wolanski, but if they do, I'll be very upset. If they want to claim Gavin Bayreuth, like, that's that's fine. It is what it is. Um, the following players have been loaned to Cleveland. Uh, Tyler Angle, Tim Burney, Marcus Bjork, Samuel Knasko, and Billy Sweezy. Uh, Knasko is an interesting one specifically. Uh, he aged out of juniors this offseason, so that he'll be making his pro debut, uh, having his rookie season in Cleveland. So that's going to be really interesting to watch. And then the following players have been released from their tryout contracts and uh, returned to Cleveland. Um, so they had... AHL contracts, they got signed to tryouts for training camp. 
Uh, they clearly haven't made it, so they are going back to the AHL. So they are still in the system. And that is Roman Ashan, Pavel Chayan, Cole Clayton, Cole Fonstadt, Brett Gallan, Jake Godet, Olivier LeBlanc, uh, Robbie Payne, Justin Richards, and Dylan Simpson, uh, Nolan Lalonde, who I really liked in this preseason. Uh, he's been sent to the uh, OHL's Ariotas. Uh, he signed his entry-level contract the other day, actually, which is super exciting because, again, I think he uh, I think he played really well in this preseason. So I'm interested to see how he does in this this upcoming season. And uh, in addition to that, goaltender Hayden Stewart and forward James Neal have been released from their tryout contracts. So, I, I, again, unsurprised. Um, interestingly, there are still a couple of veteran PTOs. Uh, ben Harper, who I believe is injured, and um, Victor Rask is also still there. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, in terms of guys that are still there that might be kind of on the bubble, uh, Brendan Gaunt is still there. Justin Danforth is still there. Liam Foodie, Josh Dunn. Um, Victor Rask, like I said, he's on a PTO. Uh, Emil Bemstrom is still there. Carson Meyer is still in camp. Owen Sillinger, I assume, will get sent down almost immediately. Um, in terms of defense, uh, David Yurichek is still there, which is uh, telling. And uh, Ole Julian Bjorkholm is still there. So we'll see. We'll see how all of that shakes out. Uh, I think most of those players that I mentioned, if not all, are playing uh, in tonight's game against Carolina. So I think this may be a... Uh, show us you deserve to be on the NHL roster type of game. Um, Cole Sillinger making his preseason debut, so that's super exciting. Um, I think that Owen Sillinger is maybe only still around so they can play the Sillinger brothers, which is fun. Um, that's all I'm going to talk about in a minute. We're going to talk about this game against Carolina. Uh, we're going to look at the lines and uh, see if there's anything exciting going on there. So that's all coming up next on Locked on Blue Jackets. So the, the Blue Jackets are playing uh, Carolina tonight, which uh, I hate to play Carolina. Honestly, it's bad. It's never fun. Um, but there are some potentially fun lines happening. Uh, so in terms of CBJ lines at the morning skate ahead of tonight's game, uh, Eric Robinson, Cole Sillinger, Emil Bemstrom is the top line. And then you've got Igor Chinikov, Justin Danforth, Kirill Marchenko, which is a line I like a lot as a line that feels like they could cause problems on purpose. Uh, Liam Foodie, Victor Rask, Carson Meyer, and then Owen Sillinger, Josh Dunn, Brendan Gordes. I assume that those bottom six guys will probably be in Cleveland and or released from their uh, tryouts uh, I don't think Victor Rask is is going to be sticking around much longer. I think he's here to fulfill the veteran requirement for this camp. Um, in terms of defense, we've got the B uh, Jake Bean and Adam Boquist pairing, which could be fun. And then, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, Nick Blankenberg has been switched to the left side. He'll be playing with Eric Branson, which, again, it could be interesting if he can show that he's versatile enough and that he's able to take that uh, opportunity and play on the left side, then immediately that makes him more, like I said, more versatile, more likely to stick in the NHL just because Blue Jackets are so uh, full on the right side. With the with the addition of Erica Branson, if uh, David Juracek sticks around, then Nick Blankenberg, if he can play on the left side, that makes him more of an option. So 
fingers crossed. Hopefully he has a good game tonight. Um, and then that last pairing is Jake Christensen and uh, Ole Uli and Bjorvik Holm. Jake Christensen is an interesting one. Um, I feel like he hasn't really done a lot in this preseason so far to show that he deserves one of those spots, um, which is a shame because I really liked him in his debut last season. I really liked him all year with the Monsters. And I feel like he's one of those guys that is just on just on the cusp. He just on the bubble of being able to be a full-time NHLer. Um, maybe not this season, just because there's there's just not room. But I'm super excited to see if he ends up going to Cleveland. I reckon he's going to have a monster season for the mon- for the monsters. I didn't do that on purpose. I promise. Um, and then in in goaltending, we've got uh, Daniil Tarasov and Jack Grieve. So you've got your AHL duo there, which again. Super excited to see that. Um, I don't believe I've seen Daniil Tarasov in action yet, uh, mostly because I keep falling asleep halfway through games or I am watching other games. But I'm excited to see Tarasov. Uh, this will be the first time I've seen him since he returned from since his, his return from that uh, hip surgery that he had at the uh, midpoint of last season. I always like watching Jack Reeves, so I think this should be this should be a fun game. I'm not sure what the Carolina. Rota, uh, rota wow the carolina roster looks like um hopefully it's similarly rookie filled or prospect filled or ahl guy filled uh and hopefully it's a fun game it's it's almost never a fun game against carolina but we we do what we can <laughs> um i think the the defense is the most interesting for me here, um, I think very few of those top line guys, of the, the forward guys, I think we're not going to see a Robinson, Sillinger, Bemstrom line in any extended NHL action once the regular season starts. You know, like we could see Chinikov, Danforth, Marchenko as a third or fourth line, but the 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 defense is where it gets interesting. Like I said, with uh, Jake Bean and a Boquist and then Nick Blankenberg going to the left side. Like that's, I think for me is going to be the thing to watch tonight is how does Nick Blankenberg do on the left-hand side? Because like I keep saying, the Blue Jackets are too stacked on the right side with, um, with Boquist, with Peak, with Gabranson, with potentially David Yerichek, who, like I said, is still, has not been sent back to uh, Europe, has not been sent down to the AHL, has not been sent to a junior team. I don't believe any junior team holds his rights. I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. But if he ends up sticking at the NHL level, again, that's the add Nick Blankenberg to that. That's five guys fighting for three spots. Blankenberg successfully moves over to the left side, then he really only has to fight with Jake Bean and maybe Vladislav Gavrikov. Um, obviously, Zach Wrensky has taken up one of those spots. I I think Gavrikov has probably taken up the second one. Um, it's really, he's only got to fight with Jake Bean for that third left-hand spot instead of having to fight Juracek and Gabranson and maybe someone else. So, like, I hope he does well. Um... Like every time I watch him, I'm like, man, this guy should be, this guy should be in the top six of this team. He's poised. He's well controlled. He's offensively gifted. Like he, yeah, he's what five eight, quote unquote. He's like five six, I bet. Um, yeah, he's little, but he plays the game well. Uh, and I just, I would rather have Nick Blankenberg than Eric Branson. I've been saying this all offseason. Like, if I had to choose between those two players, I would take Nick Blankenberg every single time, regardless of age, regardless of experience, regardless of size. Like, 
I just think he plays a better style to the modern NHL. So I feel like I've been really mean to Erica Branson in this episode without even really talking about Erica Branson. So sorry to Eric, but I just, I, yeah, I really hope that Blankenberg does well. Um, also of note is that there are currently four defensemen that have last name beginning with a B on uh, on the roster tonight. Uh, so four of six, uh, Bean, Boquist, Blankenberg, and Bjorkvik Holm. Uh, I don't believe that there are enough B names to make an entire uh, B roster because Beirut has been put on waivers. Bernie and Bjork have been sent to the AHL. But for a minute there, there was like eight Blue Jackets that had B names, which was which was extremely fun. Um, I'm not expecting great things out of tonight's game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I also think that it's the preseason and this is kind of a mishmash of guys that are bubble players for the NHL, frankly. Um, there's like one real line and then it's a bunch of kids fighting for the same spot. So if they win, great. If they lose, it's, it means nothing. If they win, it also means nothing, but I get to enjoy a win. So, uh, I will, uh, bring a, um, a recap of the game tomorrow. Uh, episode probably drop around the same time, uh, because my work schedule is actively on fire. But I will, uh, I will bring you a, a recap. Maybe there will be more cuts. Maybe someone will have an amazing game. Maybe someone will have a terrible game. We can talk all about that. But this is all I've got for you today. Uh, if you want to follow my yelling about this game on Twitter, you can find uh, the podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket. You can find me at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on Stitcher, Odyssey, literally anywhere you could get a podcast. You could find Locked on Blue Jackets there. We're also over on YouTube. Uh, we're still pushing to get 250 subscribers by the start of the regular season, which is in like uh, like five days. Holy heck. Uh, but uh, we, we keep pushing. We keep fighting. And uh, I'm so close so if you haven't already subscribed then please feel free to subscribe uh it helps me out it helps you out and uh, everybody wins before we finish up i want to thank everyone again for making this your first listen of the day even if it is not your first listen of the day i appreciate you for sticking up or sticking sticking on through uh this was a nonsense sentence i uh <laughs> it's very late i'm very tired and my ability to talk has has left me so i will just finish up by saying thank you for listening i appreciate you whether you're a first-time listener whether you are a returning listener uh, it's been fun and i'm excited to get the season going so uh tune in tomorrow and until then make sure you stay locked on <laughs>